Hey everybody, welcome to Journey Through the Generations. And today's episode, we've been talking about <laughs> we've been talking about doing this for a couple of years now. Yes. Um, one of the things that for me when I started researching, I got really mad that, uh, <laughs> that everything costs something to research. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Genealogy can be expensive. Yes, and I was really upset about it. And then I said, well, maybe we should do an episode where we talk about, you know, being able to research your family, uh, your family history on the budget. Which I think is hilarious because I have been researching for over 10 years and you never, ever thought it was expensive that's not true because i remember when you ordered some documents <laughs> from the state or something and you told me it cost like 10 cents a page and it was like 60 pages or something ridiculous and i go uh why <laughs> okay that's so true. you remember that i do remember that okay so so anyway, our uh, topic today, if you couldn't tell already, is uh, researching on a budget. So Which is important because yeah, if this so is something not, that you're going to be doing for a long time, which genealogy is usually something that you do consistently forever, you want to make sure that you're saving money as you go on. And not everybody just has the money like that to, right, no. to be spending on on this and so and it may scare some people away and absolutely we definitely don't want to do that so we're going to give you some uh today some tips some resources um things to think about when you are um researching to help keep you if you're on a budget kind of to help you uh be able to save some money or research um I don't think you'll be able to get away from paying nothing if you decide to get deep, deep, deep into your research. But we can give some tips to help. So, oh, yeah. We, this, if, let's just say I'm one of those people. No matter what I'm doing, I'm always looking for a coupon code, a coupon, a discount. I am very frugal in my real life outside of genealogy. And so I just brought that with me in my research um, and that has helped me save a lot of money yep so let's start here the thing that we talk about all the time um, and it's always free is talking to your family members no absolutely the ones that are still with us and um, still able to talk with you about things that is in my opinion one of the very first things that you do is start having conversations with those that are Absolutely. still able to speak with you. Right, because those that's always free. Oh, because those conversations are going to get you further in your research. Yep. They're going to give you more information about your family to be able to research at a later date. You'll know, you know, marriage dates, places where they live, churches that they um, attended, military, anything like that. So that's going to advance your research. And all you had to do was make a phone call or stop somewhere when you were visiting your family. Yep. And it may give you um, some names, too, that at the moment it doesn't. It just seems like, oh, well, I don't know who that person is. No, write that person's name down, because as you're researching, you're going to go, oh, I remember. I remember that name. You know, my dad told me that name. Mm -hmm. It happened to me. Yes. Um, And so you definitely want to keep track of, you know, what they're telling you. And uh, 
write it down, record it, um, do whatever you can. Because I hate that I never recorded my dad telling me all this stuff and he's still with us. So I need to record because he's of the age where he tells the same stories over and over. So, <laughs> but good stories. so I know I'm going to get the information get I need, again. Yeah. but, uh, but yeah, definitely do that. Oh yeah. So what you got? I have, um, libraries and repositories. Um, when I say that you just never know, no matter where you live, if you have a library in your city, they have some sort of genealogy information, whether it's just, the basics genealogy for dummies book. They have something there. But if you live in a big city or near a college or a university, those libraries often have a lot of information, not only about that particular area and state, but usually information about the states around them as well. Um, and if you live again in a capital city, you can always go to the state archives. Their information there is free. They have all of this state census for that state, tax records, um, anything that has to do with that state. You can find at the state archives for every county in that state. And the only thing you have to pay for is parking. So and printing if you want to print. But just take a thumb drive and save everything. Yep, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to give you a website that's free it's totally free and that's familysearch.org it is totally free um you can find all kinds of records on there um census records military immigration records you can build um your own family tree um on the website they have uh, opportunities for you to help index um documents and names and things um they help put on the largest genealogy um, conference on in the world yeah they are so they do a a lot of things it's the largest free genealogy website in the world as well um it's sponsored by the um, latter-day saints um so their home base is in salt lake city utah Mm -hmm. Which we've been to it's the great. the family history library there in Salt Lake City. Um, if you ever in Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. I would recommend that you go to Put the family history library to do, yes. and to get in is free. They have people there who can help you with any questions you have, show you where books are and microfilm. It's just so much that Family Search uh, does, and it's all free. So. It's definitely a must do. Oh, absolutely. And piggybacking off of that, maybe you can't get to Utah, but um, you may have a family history center close to you that's also um, sponsored by the um, Latter-day Saints. And it's a, a smaller entity than the family history library. They have microfilm, usually about that community that county um but you also have to remember that they were during a time when you could actually request microfilm from the family history library you can't do that any longer so if that if there was a researcher there that re that requested a lot of microfilm then their microfilm collection is going to be bigger it just depends on what was needed in that community but they have access to family search obviously they have access to 
um, Ancestry, Fold3, um, newspaper sites online. Um, so you can go and do not only research there on microfilm and books, but you could also utilize some of the websites that you would normally have to pay for um, on your own that you can be able to use at the Family History Center um, for free. So just look that up, Family History Center in your area. And I mean, that are their hours are usually limited. So you'll just have to make sure that you can go when they're open because they're not open all the time like a regular library because they are run by volunteers. But it's an excellent resource and again it's completely free all right so i think one um important thing especially for african-american researchers or people who may be researching african-american um families is the freedmen's bureau oh absolutely um so if you haven't heard of the freedmen's bureau and what it is but um or not but it was um, something that was focused on the transition of people from being enslaved to being free. So it was after the Civil War. And so along with that came documents. Oh, right? absolutely. So there were a ton of documents. There were pension records and wills and, you know, all this different stuff. But it wasn't archived anywhere. And so there's this big undertaking to... Uh, help get a lot of that stuff um, transcribed and into a search repository for people to to search. But if you want to um, um, go and re- research or uh, search those documents, you can go to the National Archives and and look through the F- Freedmen's Bureau papers. It's a treasure trove of information. It could be a lot of different things. Um, it's a, of course, Southern states, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. And so, um, definitely look at the Freedmen's Bureau. If you're having a hard time finding, um, uh, particular information, you never know, you might find something, um, especially with, um, if you're looking for like enslavers mm-hmm. names or something like that, um, you never know when you might run across a wheel or something that names, your relative or the enslaver of your relative. Yeah, so, that would be a good yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, next on my list is something that is not free, but it's going to be how to get those sales and discounts. And the best time to do that is during holidays, particularly um, right around Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those are have a lot of um, discount codes, websites, the Ancestry, the Fold 3s, the big DNA companies, things like that. They always have sales during that time. But you also want to remember the like the newspaper.com and the genealogy banks where they have newspapers. They often have sales or free trials during other holidays like the Memorial Day, President's Day, um, Veterans Day. Those type of times, you can also find sales, but on other things like Fold3, you'll be able to get free access to Fold3. That's a military website during any military holiday, D-Day, Veterans Day, Memorial Day, any of those they're going to have. Usually they're going to have a free weekend during that holiday where you can go in and search records for free because ultimately usually you have to pay to be able to use Fold3. So my suggestion is to follow those um, websites on social media. That's usually when they announce those or sign up for their email list and you'll get an email about when 
they have a discount code or they actually have a free weekend um, available and things like that. And that goes for DNA test, genetic DNA testing kits as well. Yep. And so you definitely want to keep an eye out for those because you can save some money um, on those. And some of those sites like Ancestry, they have those free trials like Mm -hmm. you mentioned and you can get like 14 days. So I would recommend that. Um, and I think I said this before in the previous podcast is like, you know, if there's like a week or two where you know that you don't have much of anything going on and you can sit down and actually research every night after work or whatever it is, do your um, free trial at that point. So that you can take advantage of the four every day of the oh, 14 yes. days that you possibly can. Because if you don't, they're going to hit your credit card <laughs> on day 15. Oh, yes. Guaranteed. Yes. And you midnight. can cancel it on day 14. Yes. But you also got to remember, if you've already using, used a free trial or you've purchased a membership, they don't give you another free trial. So... Everything after that, you got to pay full price. So you got to make sure that you watch out for those. I think that's, you know, that's really important Important, um, to do. So that's good information. Um, One of the things that I want to bring bring up is using find a grave. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I don't hear a lot of information Mm -hmm. out there about find a grave. Um, and I know that there's some like conflict out there with people because there are people who who put uh, maybe put somebody's information on there, but it's not one of their relatives. And, yeah. you know, there's this battle going back and forth between, you know, who owns the information and who doesn't. Whatever the case may be, find a grave is a real good resource to find uh, the graves of people who have passed away. And it could be um, something that you find of a relative that you're missing um, because there are find a grave. Um, I don't know. Uh, they're not employees, but they're contributors mm-hmm. that go out and they um, transcribe or not transcribe. They get the information out of cemeteries, who's buried there, the dates and all that stuff. They take a picture of the marker and they upload it to the website. So, you know, you just never know if, you know, it's um, if, you know, you have a relatives in there that you just didn't know about. And so um, and sometimes other than photos, they may have a full obituary in there. Yes. I looked up one of my great aunts and her full obituary was listed on Find a Grave, which I was I already had, but mm. but what if I didn't, didn't have, have it? it? So now I got all her information. And so I think Find a Grave is a real good site to just search just throw the name in there and just see what happens mm -hmm, and sometimes they have them um depending on who the contributor is they will have the family members buried next to them associated with that person you may have looked up so you could find some other information other names Mm -hmm. when you do it find a grave is an excellent resource i love it and it is free yep and just 
think about that. You're you're getting a person's name. You're getting a person's birth date. You're getting a person for the most part, depending on you know stuff. Right. You know, some markers are hard to see, maybe dirty or whatever. But you're getting a birth date. You're getting uh, a death date. You're getting a cemetery, cemetery name. name. You're getting a cemetery location. And you may be getting important family information in the obituary. Right. So and that's think about that. Put that on your list. And especially if this is a cemetery of which you don't live around or you're not going to that city or state anytime soon, you could, you know, search family. You can throughout the whole United States and not have to leave your house. Absolutely. Um, what ne- you got next? Next on my list is something that I do when we travel. Um, when we travel, I try to go to different um, libraries and repositories um, when I'm away. So I build in time to research during our vacation. So one year we went to Washington, D.C., and I built in time to be able to go to the National Archives. So I didn't necessarily have I was taking a trip, but it was a family trip. But I made time to go to the National Archives while I was already in D.C. Which is totally true. She is absolutely <laughs> right on that. And it even got to the point where I said, I don't remember when it was and where we went, but I said, no research. <laughs> I don't we, remember where we went. Can we just vacation and you have a good time? No research. But that was a good time for me. I know. I understand that, but that's not for everybody. Correct. So, all and, the time. So but what do it's I do like, though? No museums. No, you know, history. No research. Just fun. But what do I do when I build my time up? That's something. That's a time for you to do something that you want to do that I might not necessarily be interested in. And so you're able to do whatever that is while I'm researching. So, I wish this was a video so y'all could see my face. <laughs> so you've never done that? You've never gone off and done something else while I'm researching? Mm, I don't think so. You went to the Empire State Building. When was that? When we were in New York. I went to go get our uh, our photos. That was on your list of things to do. Girl, gone somewhere. Okay. Whatever. Keep on going. <laughs> so I'm just saying that that would be a good opportunity for you to be able to go to a different library or if you're in an area where you know you have family to find a, that cemetery that you've been wanting to go to. Maybe they actually you can't find them on find a grave um, and you actually need to go to the cemetery. If you know you're going to be in like we went to Chicago on a family trip. And I built in time for us to go to the cemetery to look for some of my family members. So it's not necessarily free, but it's saving money because you're in that city doing other things. And you can build time to do some of your research while you're there. Yeah. And just to, so no one get, is getting it twisted out there. I didn't mind doing those things. I enjoy going to museums and whatever. Um, but. You know, just that one time, I didn't want to do that. So, and we did. We built a a trip around just relaxing, and we picked a place where there was nowhere for me to go research, and that I did not have family from, so there was no temptation there. Yeah. So, um, the next thing I have on my list is uh, joining a local 
ancestry society or historical society or even a national one, mm-hmm. if you can find one. There are dues involved with a lot of them. They tend to be cheaper. Um, so you're not paying a lot of money. But you are being able to be involved in meetings and uh, classes and workshops and things like that. And given the time we're in right now, a lot of that stuff may be in person, but it's also virtual. Oh, yeah. And so you even if you're not there um, in person, you can you can do it. So if if, for example, the county that you're looking for in the state is Jackson County in in Alabama and you don't live there, become a member of that society in Jackson County if they have one Mm -hmm. and be a member there. And that'll help you. Um, and you never know. You might have some family who's a member, too. Right. So. You never know what you're <laughs> Yep. You never know. So I would recommend you do that um, for sure. My next one is to utilize social media. Um, you That's a good one. probably already have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, things like that. Um, utilize that to be able to research by joining Genealogy groups in specific cities, kind of like what you said about the societies. Um, Social media has all kind of um, specialized genealogy groups. Um, Most of them are closed. um, So Mm -hmm. you only are um, navigating with those people in that group, not the whole wide world. Um, But it can be a really good use of um, if you have a stumbling block, a roadblock, anything like that, those are the type of people that would be able to help you get through that, give you new ideas. Um, if, like you said earlier, if you can't read some handwriting, take a picture of it, post it on that social media group, they'll be able to help you out. Um, and of course, social media is is free, so you can be able to utilize it as much as you want. And that's real good because you're in a group with like-minded people, and so... Um, and it's is more niche mm-hmm. than your just overall friends group because you know if you have a friends list of four hundred people, only five are gonna be interested in what you're doing. Right. So you get in front of hundreds more people in a in a group. That's probably the best way to go. So yeah, and definitely those, do that. And then those groups, you'll be able to find out about sales and discounts, um, free genealogy workshops, mm-hmm. um, virtual workshops, classes, things like that. Also, to be able to help you, um, you know, grow your your craft. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything else. You have anything? No, else? that was my last okay, one. Okay, cool. So there's this list is not um, all inclusive. Oh. There are a ton of other. Um, there are a ton of other ways that you can find information, find it out for free. I did just think of, of something. The biggest one, which is not the biggest one, but the one that I talk about all the time. Google is your friend. (laughs) Absolutely. Use Google. Use Google. You never know. You can find your family in a book. You never know. You just never know. I've I've done that. Look, there's a lot of information on Google. And you're not going to find everything about your family um, on Google. Um, Some of that stuff is protected behind paywalls. You know, it's government information. You're just not going to find all of it. Um, 
but you can find some things and you can find you search for books. You can search in maps. You can just do general searches. I mean, it's a lot of other things that you can do. So I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because we can go through. Right. But I will say that my own I've had some of my own relatives find me through my blog by Googling Newport, Arkansas or WF branch and they find my blog. So you just never know what you can find. Yeah, for sure. So, like I said, this list is not all inclusive. You can, you know, use a lot of different other um, resources that are free or that are, you know, on the cheap side um, for you to be able to research your family. I encourage you to find those, to do those um, and continue searching for your family. I hope this information helped. Oh, absolutely. And let us know some of your money saving tips on how you um, have saved money while you're doing your research. Yep. You can reach out to us on uh, Facebook and on Twitter. Um, All of our social media information is down in the description box of this episode. Also, check out Trisha's blog, Journey Through the Generations dot com. Like and um, subscribe to this, our podcast. And uh, we'll be back uh, real soon with another episode. Thanks, you guys. All right, man. Y'all take care.